1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210.
2: WPHD. Sam pisa former mixed martial arts champion. A guy who, uh, Dan, I felt like uh, that Oklahoma senator. You know, and he backed down when I said, I'm not fooling around with this headlock here right. in the studio, right? He was like the Teamster guy. He backed down. He could have put me, you know, he jumped me. I didn't know it was going to be a headlock from him. <laughs> we have that picture you could see. At, uh, I didn't know what was going on. I did it for the picture. Um, First, though, coming up at about 2 13, $50 Metro Diner gift card. Yeah. Dan has had days to prepare, and all I see on my answer sheet and quote. Don't talk it up like that. It's not going to be. Is TPD. Is,
3: is that a band? TBD. To be determined.
2: Yeah, to be determined. I hate that. To be determined. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate the to be determined. Oh, okay.
3: I'll make sure to have it. Whenever anybody puts that
2: out there, you know, are we going to have that guest To be determined. I know it means not. Uh, Let's go to Sam because we had Scott Presler on the show yesterday, which was great. And in the middle of it, he said, planes are December 2nd. That's a Saturday. Presler coming to town and doing what he does and what Sam does to show a contrast with what's not being done by either party in Philadelphia. Let's go to Sam here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Sam, welcome back. Uh, so glad you were listening yesterday with Scott Presler. So let's talk about that first before we talk about the local Republican Party. Uh, what are you guys cooking up? What do you think is going to happen?
4: Hey, hey, Dom, thanks for having me on the show. So, yeah, I've been in contact with Scott for a little while now. Um, Scott does incredible work that we need done in the party. Um, and one of those is obviously getting people to register Republican But really where I see the failures at um, of our party in Philadelphia is just getting people excited again and really exciting that Republican base. So right now it's very early stages. We're looking for volunteers that um, are willing to knock on doors. But Scott and myself, we would like to do a door knocking campaign and look, I am not upset. I am not beaten up about any of this. I'm excited and I want people to be excited. And we can't wait until 2024 to start rebuilding the party and start developing strength again in the Republican Party. We got to start right now.
2: So do you have anything, a place to go or do you have any details yet? Like what time? He said December 2nd. Yeah, no, we're working on the
4: Put it this way, we have a phone call set up with my team and Scott for early next week. Scott is a very busy man. He travels Mm -hmm. a lot. He travels all over the country. So we're just trying to lock down dates and times that we can go on the door knocking, try to organize the volunteers. So it's still in the early stages. But nonetheless, we are talking and we are excited to get out there and knock on doors that, frankly, Dom, have not been knocked on by anybody.
2: Like who are you looking for? Are you looking in neighborhoods where you don't see a lot of republicans? Is that what you're getting at, Sam?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh the forgotten neighborhoods, like the neighborhood that I'm in every day, which is Kensington. Um yeah, we want to get out there. We want to knock on doors, I mean in North Philly, Northwest Philadelphia where you don't see um a, you know, a republican base and People have never spoke to a Republican. They well, don't know let what let a me Republican give you the challenge
2: is. of what somebody is going to say. I'm in agreement, of course, and I want to come and kind of tape some of this and then replay it, because uh, I think it's important. Yeah. And, and Sam, the, the people saying, well, why are you going to Northeast Philadelphia? That's where I am, and I know where you are. You do great work over in Kensington, Harrogate. Uh, why do that? These people are never going to vote for a Republican. Come on now. Yeah, it's
4: it's not true. And I feel that's just the mentality that Philadelphia voters have because they've lived in Philadelphia their whole life and they haven't seen, they get promised a lot and they don't see changes. Um, and look, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to listen to people. We're here to talk to people. We're here to show our face and let them know like, hey, we need this Republican representation, the representation that's pro public safety that's for lower taxes that's for quality education for our children and let them know that we're here to fight for it in the city um and unfortunately we have 115,000 registered republicans and if we can just excite them if we can just connect with them we can win back these two city council seats that you know the communist working families party have taken over
2: So 115,000 registered Republicans, Sam, do we know how many voted in total mail-in or on election day out of the 115, or do you have a a guesstimate on that?
4: So the election has not been certified by the city commissioner's office yet. You know, my best guesses are 20% at most. Wow. Um, If we we looked at the primary in May, we only got 18% of the Republicans to show up. And, you know, we can win elections. We could have a new district attorney if we could get our Republican voters to show up and to vote. And, you know, that's what I want our job to be with Scott Pressler is to get people excited, to let them know we're out here, that we are working, that we want this change. And the only way we're going to get this change is if we can get people to show up on Election Day.
2: And mail-in balloting, and, and I might argue, uh, you know this uh, too, when we get to the presidential election, certainly more than 20% are going to vote. But that's not enough. Imagine if 85 90 95% voted in Philadelphia and voted for probably Trump. Um, that makes a difference across Pennsylvania. If you win Pennsylvania, you win the presidency. But if we have this, you're exactly right, this flatness, this lack of excitement and all, Sure, Trump can bring some of that, but it's the grassroots that gets the extra votes that put us over the top in Pennsylvania, which I think if that happens, you win the presidency.
4: Dom, you're you're absolutely correct. And I hate to say this, but Philadelphia is, you know, ruining it for the whole state. You know, we need our voters to show up. We need to build up this base. We need to build up this excitement. And this is exactly what we plan on doing. Uh, You know, we want to build this group that's willing to go out there and do the work that needs to be done. And this isn't rocket science. Like you said with the mail-in ballots, it, it comes down to having the strategy. And, you know, the best way to have a good strategy right now is to connect with our voters, grow the Republican base, and really start to raise money because I hope everybody listening to this we are battling against the Working Families Party, and they outraise us. Yeah. Um, and, and again, that that just goes to show that we need, as Republicans, to do a better job to get our names out there and to present good, viable candidates, Tom, that are willing to do the work.
2: Well, they should have had you. You know, we feel that way for so many reasons. What the work you do in the street, you're willing to go into any neighborhood. Your celebrity status around it. It's a rocky story. It adds to it. That would be just enough to beat one of these communist working party family uh, types. Uh, But the only silver lining that I can see, Sam, it underlines how deficient the leadership is of the Republican Party here locally. What's going to happen on that? Is there an election uh, coming up on that, or how does that work?
4: And, Dom, look, the last thing I want to do is to shun or to, uh, you know, to make fun of any Republican in the city of Philadelphia right now. Um, But what you said is very true. You know, there there needs to be a legacy that gets passed on by the current Republican leadership, and, you know, we can pass that on. We can get younger people in these positions to do the work, and we can all work together because the only way we're going to defeat the Working Families Party is through a united – republican party that's willing to work together but i mean to answer your question dom uh the old guard is is tough to change there are gatekeepers that are standing in the way of progress right now that we need to change and i urge every philadelphia republican in your neighborhood who is your republican representation what ward do you live in who is your ward leader who is your committee person this, the, the only way we're going to change this is through the grassroots level and having people reach out to their committee men and their ward leaders and finding out what is happening, because the way the city charter is, the ward leaders pick the, the party chair. So, you know, if we want this change, it's time to start putting pressure on our Republican leadership right now.
2: Gotcha. Well, Sam, we're in your corner. Please let Dan know the details and we'll let listeners know. And I think you'll see a nice uh, turnout. When Scott Presler and Sam are out there on the streets.
4: Hey Dom, one more thing, real fast, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I, I was listening. It sounds like you're setting up the rematch against me. <laughs> I want to let you know I've been training my butt off, and you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna be nice to you this time, Dom. Okay, <laughs> so if I see you in the studio, you better be ready.
2: Uh oh. All right, Dan, I told you about the exit plan here from the studio when this guy comes in. He's too menacing. Much taller than I saw him on TV, too. He's got the leverage thing over him.
3: Like, I'm really, if I had the chutzpah, I'd say, Sam, I wonder how long it would take for you to put me to sleep. <laughs> but I, let's
2: try that. Get Lorenzo in here. Let's, let's start with him. How long would it take you to put Dan to sleep? 30 seconds? Oh, not 20? not even. No? Uh, my fastest fight was in nine seconds. So, I mean, if I can beat nine seconds,
4: you know, Dan might be the guy that helped me do it. Thank you, what Sam. Are, before you let go Sam, yeah. what are
3: his thoughts of Mullen challenging the, oh, yeah, uh, the yeah, union you seen head? That? Is that something you would do yourself, or are you against it? Where, where do you stand with uh, Mullen uh, issuing an MMA challenge to the head of the uh, labor union there?
4: Uh, I looked at it like this, you know. Obviously, a senator shouldn't talk that way, but a, but a boss of a union shouldn't talk that way either, and... If somebody says any place, any time, and says they're ready to go right now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the side of Senator Mullins. I mean, <laughs> look, hey, he, he granted him his wish. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Sam. We'll catch up soon. I won't be here, gotcha. but I'll be somewhere. <laughs> uh, by the way, Josh Barton, I tell listeners all the time, Dan, we have this service that sends us betting odds on political things that are unusual. They have the odds up. They have Mark Wayne. That's all of his first name, too, by the way. Yeah, what's that about? Uh, Mark Wayne. It's kind hey, of Oklahoma. a weird. Yeah. I know, there's those long. Mark Wayne Mullen. Yeah, Mark Wayne Mullen is uh, minus 2,000. And uh, Sean O'Brien this is a great name for an Irish union leader. He is plus
3: 700. <laughs> Little do we know that Sean fight. O'Brien is having Irish bar fights in the back alley. You know, yeah, he's but, a you guy know, in, in the Irish pub that's like, yeah, yeah I can't fight. Let's, say, let's go for $50. Maybe and and maybe in. he
2: dresses like Mr. Mc...
3: Now, you know what? If that guy could stand 30
2: seconds of the pummeling from the other guy. Rips off his dresser and there's just like an eight pack under there. If they, if they fight. I'm I'm taking 10. I already told Roe, I'm taking at least 1000 bucks and putting it on. The, oh yeah. Yoko I'm 10 thousand. I mean you're not going to make, make much
3: money. It's going to be a Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, how can you bet on Mr. Magoo here?
3: God.
2: <laughs> All right, 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Coming up, I'll give you this latest wrinkle where Democrats are going on abortion. And I, you know, I don't know what else we do. It's there on the mail-in balloting with Republican leadership in Pennsylvania. They just have to do it. I told Dan, first thing he came back, that yeah, 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 that was nice and all. Did you hear this, Nugget? Democrats, iPads, on election day, people have voted. These are people that showed up and vote. They're grabbing them. Why not vote the easier way next time? Let's get you that mail-in ballot permanently right now. You got to say, what the heck are we doing? How do we compete with that? You know, I mean, it's obvious they're not. It's not in them to win. So one thing is, Trump's got to come out full bore. Yep, mail in balloting. I'm all in. We got to do it in 2024. We got to win this one. I'm sacrificing. Pivot, some kind of pivot, and say it. Hold a rally with mail in balloting. Literally, you know, are they doing that at Trump rallies, Dan? I know they were registering people before, but now they got to do the mail-in ballot mechanism in the swing states. Would that be out of bounds? Would you object to it? I don't. It's about winning here. And it's about scratching out something in Philadelphia in 2024. If we don't get overwhelmed in Philadelphia, even a percentage point, it all counts toward winning the state. Win the state, win the presidency. That's what it comes down to. All right, 855 839 1210. I'll need to tell you this new abortion tactic and how to counter it all straight ahead. Chris Malvern has been waiting. He's got maybe a winner. All right, Chris, thanks for the wait. What do you have today? Uh, that's Senator Sander Kerry. What is your response? Why
5: else does it? The
2: weirdest
1: thing about me is that I don't see Hillary
2: Rodham Clinton. Yes. When she uses the Rodham in there, it just sets you off over the edge. Yes. Hillary Rodham Clinton is a great one. And she did use that quite a bit. Uh, Dan, yesterday, this guy, he gave us the papacy as an answer. It was brilliant. We had yesterday as a side question, something. Remember the pop culture thing that will last? Yep. He's got another one today. And this guy was, uses all the time, apparently. Joe and Exton. Hey, Joe, what do you have today?
5: Uh, yes, hello, Dom. My person bearing three names is Francis Scott Key, author of The Star-Spangled Banner. Oh, it's
3: a great answer, Joe. Great
2: answer, Joe. And it's a natural one. You know, it's not made up. Occasionally he used it. He used that all the time. Francis Scott Key here. All right, Diane, it is.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: time for
5: it's the money melody all right
2: all i know today is the prize everything else is tbd Metro Diner gift card. Great prize again. It goes a long way there for dinner or lunch. Great spot. Dan, what do you have today?
3: Doing a cover song today, Dom, and I don't want to... We gave the side question recently within the past couple of minutes. I'm not going to give it again because it might give away too big of a clue, but this is directly related to the side question. The side question answer would fit the cover artist today, and we're looking for the cover artist of today's song. So, Dom... We want to know who, tied in the side question, is singing this cover song for that $50 Metro Diner gift card. Take a listen. Not bad. Not
2: bad though.
5: at all. Yeah.
2: Okay, not bad for a cover. We missed your cover stuff. I think there was one or two, but you were uh, not as much this week, which is always good. So uh, hit us with that, and you get the $50 Metro gift card. Again, Dan, what are we looking for? Just uh, the name of the singer. Name, name of the cover of artist. Yep. Name of the cover artist. It's the Money Melody. all the money
0: gone? Show me the money.
2: That is exactly right. All right, Dan back in the saddle. $50 Metro Diner gift card. Always a great prize here every day. All right, we're looking for who's covering this song. All right, let's go to Angie in Warminster. Seems like a pretty quick call. Might know it. Hey, Angie, afternoon. Who's covering the song?
5: Hi Dom. Um, I'm gonna say Stevie Rayborn. All That's right. You got it. You oh, nice. set through.
2: There you go. Enjoy nice. the Metro Diner. Great oh, stuff over there. Thank
3: you.
2: Glad you thank got you a win. Dom. Thank you, Angie. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for playing. We'll do it again
3: tomorrow. Angie's one of those rare cases, too, when you answer the phone, tell them they're the first yeah. caller. They get extremely excited, and it's like, yeah. okay, what's your <laughs> name? "What's your na-? I'm so excited that Angie got there. Congratulations, uh, Angie. Congratulations.
2: And, uh, again, enjoy tomorrow. Probably the same prize again. It's a nice spot, $50 gift card. Um, Who knows what we may have coming up for the holidays. We do it every day just as a little add-on here. Now, I've been talking about, and there are still some forces inside the Republican Party who can't accept this. If you're tired of losing, we've talked about the mail-in ballot, getting more excitement going, even in places like Philadelphia. It's about winning Pennsylvania. You win Pennsylvania, I'm convinced, all things being equal here, we're going to win the presidency. And that's what it's about, ultimately. And if you win the presidency, then that adds to the ability to do more things around abortion. I think Trump's been very good on this versus some others. But Democrats are not letting up. Think about what else do they have? They got two things. Trump is Hitler. Even though the first term, it wasn't even Mussolini. Even they'd have to admit that. Oh, in the second term, it's going to be full Hitler. Democracy goes. We said the second gentleman, Emhoff, said when they won on Tuesday night, now on to 2024, Dobbs and democracy. Trump is anti-democracy, you see, and Dobbs is the Supreme Court decision. So the next, I've told you about one angle. They're trying to get initiatives around abortion on the ballot in the key swing states. I don't think it's going to be in Pennsylvania. I don't see anything around that. The second thing they're doing, though, and they just got this today, they're dusting off the 1873 Comstead Act, Democrats, and they're claiming it originally banned the mailing of obscene material like pornography, but they claim that Trump would be able to ban abortion drugs and even contraceptives through the mail if he's reelected. They're saying that medication abortion, which usually involves the use of two drugs in the first 10 weeks of pregnancy, accounts. Now, I was I'm not sure if they're accurate on this. They claim that accounts for more than half of abortions in the United States. Now, the Heritage Foundation argues that the Comstead Act unambiguously prohibits mailing abortion drugs and says the next administration should enforce federal law against providers and distributors of abortion pills. Here we go. All right. Now, I get it. This is half of abortions. Um, I can make an argument, Dan, that this idea of people getting abortion medication in the um, mail is fraught with medical scientific issues there of things that can go wrong. Okay? But you let them out there saying that Trump, by the stroke of a pen, is going to be using this law to ban all abortion drugs under the CompState Act. Here we go again. Now, I have not seen among our listeners and somewhat across talk radio that people are still egging on and saying, what don't you understand? We want somebody to ban all abortions. That's what this comes down to, or something close to it. I'm not getting a lot of pushback. Occasionally, people go nuts. They send me nasty emails. Why, how dare you? You know, that kind of thing. Look at the landscape. Look at what they're doing. Two things. What else do they have? Joe Biden is not going to drop out unless there's a severe medical thing where he's incapacitated or death. He is not dropping out. Newsom's not tagging in, Kamala, none of that. Okay. So they got to deal with him, and he's going to try to campaign, I think, but he can't. He can't get through a day of campaigning in so many different ways. So what are they going to play? They're going to play up, if they can't stop Trump, which might, because they're scared to death, they're going to play up end of democracy, and at the same time, to get those reluctant voters out there, younger females, suburbanites, et cetera, They're going to go. And when I say they're going to go abortion, they're just not going to run TV ads. They're putting initiatives on the ballots to drive out voters. You actually have a direct vote on this. And they have specific things, scare stories they're going to be arguing. So if you think it's bad, they're going to take away Social Security. They say stuff like that all the time. Now they're going to stop you in this manner. Half of all abortions, apparently. So, Republicans, I haven't seen them do it yet. Now, if you want to put your head down and just say, this can't be. All I care about here is winning. If you win, then there are a lot of things that can be done here to continue to move the country forward, to take it back to a Trump economy, a Trump foreign policy, the border etc. Okay. Meanwhile, persuading people more on issues like abortion is the way to go. Supreme Court decisions, things of that nature will come up. But if you continue with this, and sadly, Iowa is a hurdle. You have the caucuses there and they have a strong group of people. That's all they care about. They want to ban abortion, essentially. So do you want to win? Well, Dom, I think we can win and say the same things we've been saying about abortion. Oh, really? Give me your evidence. A guy who can't put his sentence together, John Fetterman, beats Dr. Oz. Okay? Um, Shapiro would have beaten Masturano anyhow. But And in, the, in this off-year election... Carolyn Carluccio, who's an originalist, a woman of high quality and would have been a great judge, loses to a motorcycle riding, silly party hack labor guy in McCaffrey. Why? He's defending your abortion rights. At least stop saying reproductive. You're not, how is it your reproductive rights when you're not wanting to reproduce anything? It's your abortion rights. Just say it. We're here. We want you to get an abortion whenever you want. Step up and vote. This is what you have to counter. All right. How are you possibly going to counter this? That's what they need to be working on. All right. Biden and Xi in a pretty high stake meeting. Dan, I think we have to get Gordon Chang on tomorrow. He's the best in the world to break down what happens here uh, with Biden and the uh, existential threat to the world. The Chinese have said they're going to crack down on fentanyl. Yeah, right. What are they getting for that? What is it that we're going to uh, give them? Now, look, I get it. You got to go through talking with them in the hopes of learning a little bit more your sense of what they're really all about. But other than that, what kind of deal are we going to make with the Chinese? There's nothing here. Uh, They have to be cordoned off, and we have to realize what a threat they are constantly. And anybody in this country that sides with them, we have to take action along those lines. They're radioactive, including the NBA. All right, 855-839-1210, you'll get on board. Coming up, more of your calls on the side question today. And reparations, Dan. Here we go again, this time in Philadelphia. Yep. On Friday, Philadelphia City Council is going to be unveiling something big around reparations. And I can see people already sounding the alarm. All right, I'll give you what they're going to do and tell you how this plays out. And particularly with guys like Josh Shapiro and others, to put them on the clock here around this. Dom Giordano's show. Welcome in. Uh, I'll give you the reparations thing in a moment. First, let me go to uh, Greg in Bucks County. Greg, go right ahead.
4: Hey, Dom, I think the way to approach it is that they represent a constituency, and what that constituency wants is what I do, whether I'm pro-abortion or whether I'm not. Uh, You know, maybe it's me, but did we get away from – I was taught that they take our words to Congress. If we go back to the way we were taught – this is what they're supposed to do. It, it's not necessarily how they see things. It's about how their constituency sees things. Well, but the, 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 the problem is, re-
2: realize this is, um, you know, on the broad question of abortion, it's a 50-50 type of thing, Greg. And it's even less if you say abortion into the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth month, uh, the number goes down. So that that's why this is a, a trickier one. I'm not even sure if 15 weeks now is the sweet spot uh, around this, maybe.
4: Yeah, well, I would agree with that. And and, and I am, you know, for a woman being able to have to do that. And I believe the exceptions and I believe there should be a limit on it. But, you know, everything is going to be misconstrued. And and you know what the media does. So
2: I know. But the thing is, we got to do better here with not overwhelming, but enough to mitigate this. It's critical. Thank you, Greg. And nice try there. Look, they have to get together and they have to teamwork this. It's not as easy as calibrating this. I don't even know about the 15-week ban, uh, if that's uh, enough right now. Let's go to Donna and Malvern. Hey, Donna, welcome in.
5: Hi, Dan, Don. It's uh, nice to hear your voice again, Dan. Um, I just recently went into the DMV to get my license renewed just this week and before you can be processed through they asked you questions about whether you're registered to vote and it's all done on an iPad yes and when you say I'm already registered they say press yes and then or no and then it says do you want to update your registration and I said I'm already registered I and i and nothing has changed and she said well just push no, and then the next question is, "Are you sure you want to cancel?" Oh. That made me a little leery. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just wonder if you knew anything about that, and it's apparently a program that Josh Shapiro. Oh yeah, put into no, place. I
2: I know about it, but it's troubling that uh, confusion there. If you say no, and it's asking, "Are you sure you want to cancel?" I will ask again that the people we talked to about this, I haven't gone through it, not doubting you. But, uh, yeah, this is one of their tactics so far. It's not giving them an advantage from what I can tell. But my gut says it will give them an advantage.
5: Yes, that's what scared me is now. Am I canceled? Am I no longer registered? I mean, that's frightening.
2: Yeah, we will check on it again. uh, Donna, give me your answer to the side question today.
5: I don't know if it's been taken, but I would say Martin
2: Luther King. Oh, boy. I told Dan Man, before you called it. in with that, you know why? It's organic. It can't be Martin King. If we say Martin King, eh, it can't be Martin Luther either. No, it is Martin Luther, though, because he the father named him after a giant in Protestantism. So, uh, yeah. Martin, well he is named after the actual oh, Martin Luther? Oh, sure. it's named after that. Martin Luther. Gotcha. That's where he take it from. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, if you've got a name like that and you're going to be a preacher— Pretty hard to beat Martin Luther King. And then the King thing, he's the King and King and all, you know, great name that uh, lived up to. So, uh, Just an update
3: for our side question. I think the top three answers today so far, Lee Harvey Oswald, Francis Scott Key, and you just heard Martin Luther King.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm winning. tough, man. Yeah, I'm not winning with John Wilkes Booth against Martin Luther King, I don't think. I still think he beats out
3: uh, Lee Lee Harvey Oswald.
2: I think you are. Yeah, Yeah.
3: you got to think of the – I, I just always refer to the butterfly effect. How would society and culture right. be completely changed? Obviously, it would be hugely uh, a detriment. Or it would be hugely awesome to have Martin Luther King. He was a huge detriment when we lost him. Uh, but to have Abraham Lincoln live out the rest of his life... It, it would have been different. It would have been huge. Yeah. yeah, Much different.
2: All right. Now, speaking of that, because it's around that era, and I would one of my arguments I make against reparations would be... Uh, how, Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War and the carnage. And somebody on Twitter already made this point about Philadelphia. The amount of people that served and lost their life or were wounded from the Philadelphia area in the Civil War was enormous for that time. But this Friday, Councilmember Jamie Gutierrez, now she is not on paper the Working Families Party, Dan, but she is like Kendra Brooks hiding inside the Democrat Party in West Philly. She's right there. It's the same type of stuff. She's one of the leaders of the uh, radical elements of city council. Big time. Without a doubt. She announces this Friday we will officially launch the application for the Philadelphia Reparations Task Force. What? Meaning you want to be on this task force with city council. I do. Watch live on channel 64. Now we'll cover some of that, Dan. I'm I think they started 10. So you may want to think we may want to tape that and play a little bit of it or join us in city council chambers to learn how you can be part of this groundbreaking work. Now, in California, they did this and the wild stuff that came up, even Gavin Newsom, you may remember, uh, put the brakes on, you know, pump the brakes a lot when it came to that because of the difficulties of what the demands were. Who is it that's going to pay? Why are they paying here in Philadelphia? And I believe this will be centric to Philadelphia now. I have a great idea. Well, before you do, before you do, uh, just wanted to so I don't forget, people, if you remember, Dan, on this, were gaga for Robert Kennedy Jr. Until we revealed he's a big reparations guy. Now he spins it to say,
0: After the end of a good fight,
2: You know, in Philadelphia, it would be reparations, infrastructure and all this. But that chills people when they hear this. It still has that power. What was your idea?
3: Yeah. How about, you know, Philadelphians really like sugary drinks and soda. Why don't we put a a tax on the sugary drinks and, you know, dedicated toward. Oh, wait, never mind. It was already 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 a
2: failure. Yes. It's already for five years. Five. It's hard to believe. Well, that's Kenny.
3: What the the hell's the city thinking?
2: I uh, when Kenny's ready to leave, I think we should all show up as a toast with uh, YooHoo. Not you who, um, Coke? Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. The worst that I can think it of. It is the worst. And I'll have Dr. Ben standing by to brush teeth. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, this Friday, reparations again. Here we go again, rolled out.
3: How do they think it's going to work? Like it, money doesn't grow on trees. Are they going to take it away from the schools? (laughs) You can't do that.
2: Yes. Uh, What they'll try to do, they'll come up with, just like they did with the soda tax, they'll come up with something to tax. In this case, it would probably be wealthier individuals in Philadelphia. Now, uh, the first ones, and Dan, this has been talked about sometimes by these radicals, not Goutier necessarily, the people they ought to tax for this, University of Pennsylvania.
3: I should write about that. I know where they're going to go with this. Yeah, where? They're going to suggest that we legalize marijuana and tax that and put the taxes towards reparations. Oh, okay. That's uh, if they, I, it, I yeah. guarantee that they're going to come out and say, oh, the way that we can pay for this yes. is let's All legalize right. marijuana and yeah. the taxes That's we can That's an interesting towards. idea. I, I think they could target
2: University of Penn because they're in agreement with them. They're extremely wealthy. They're the biggest employer in the city, 17,000 people. I wonder what Penn would say if they were having to put up $100 million a year, they certainly could afford it, toward reparations.
3: Well, I mean, haven't we kind of already seen that play out with the housing situation? Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the other thing Remember I would know— they just note, kind of ignored the protesters? The
2: Quakers essentially ran and founded Philadelphia up until recent times, and they were anti-slavery, big-time anti-slavery. So why would a city like Philadelphia, founded and run by the Quakers in those times, why would they have to pay reparations? How about all the people that were nowhere near Philadelphia, which is everybody (laughs) listening now during any of this, or they came over much, much later that they can trace back, like the Borowskis or the Giordanos. Those were much after slavery probably. So um, this, this is going to be a, a big battle here, to put it mildly. Yeah. But there will be a swarm of people wanting to be on that task force. And even in California, they couldn't accomplish it. All right, coming up, it is time for the lightning round. Butress Butress Galley has served us well today. It was his birthday yesterday. And as a result, we're asking for that all-time fascinating person, who used all three names. And, you know, they used it. It wasn't just that they had a third name. Most people do. Uh, hit us with that. The time has come for the final test.
5: Uh, we usually call it the lightning round.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. We'll go to that in a moment. Dom Giordano's show. Two hair questions, though. Yeah. At uh, On my Twitter, at Dom Show 1210 Phil Murphy, is that a handsome man? How's that going,
3: Dan? Uh, a lot of disgust on your Twitter. Yeah. Which I hope doesn't come with this next book. I think he looks better, though, don't you? Uh, time to main that, tame yeah. that main dude. Laughing yeah. faces. Beauty in the eye of the beholder. Oh, my God. Uh, someone says, definitely doesn't fit my definition of a man, no less handsome. <laughs> come on.
2: But I do think he looks better there, Dan. Yeah. Even though the hair, it's just got, it's hard to believe that he had hair like that. Well, this is because Tammy Murphy is uh, running for... The
3: replacement end is. I'm in a little Uh, situation here. I mean, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones when talking hair. They're on you, right? Yeah, yeah. many many are great uh, YouTube. uh, So every day we dine with Dom, youtube.com slash at 12 WPHG. If you're unaware, Dom is live on video there. Uh, And today I popped on the stream, and because I'm moving, I don't have my Gold Bond hand Uh, cream available, so my my hair is left undone. So she she memed me. She took a screen cap of it. And she has a how it started with a picture of me with my hair all nice and done versus how it's going with my horrible bangs. You can find that at Dom Show 1210. Poor Maisie. Poor Maisie <laughs> having to deal with all this. My she have posted a caption, does this fit your definition of a handsome man? <laughs> uh,
2: no, I'm not going to say that. They'll be on me too. But boy, that's from Tammy Murphy. I Thank met, you, Minnie. I met and married this handsome man. And we're thinking, who did she meet? Did she get divorced? No, it's Phil Murphy. And, Dan, those teeth are better there. I don't care what you say. They're better in that picture than they are now.
3: What the heck happened? Got some nice chompers there.
2: Yeah, they're not bad at all. Maybe they Photoshopped that head of hair and the choppers in there, too. Who knows? For her campaign. Oh, God. Let's go to Jim in Northeast Philly. All right, Jim, who do you have? Three names. Hey, before
4: I uh, I think you ought to put that uh, Wildwood look in the uh, Kensington area. My uh, my three names yes. is Louisa May Alcott.
2: Very good. Yeah, very famous. Uh, grew up uh, her work and all in legit three names. Uh, Dan, this one's got possibility. It's an interesting one. That was in the same uh, uh, skip with Butrus Butrus Gali. Uh, Vince in Skip Pack. Who's yours, Vince. <laughs>
4: So, it's what's a connection to the Butchos? Butchos Golly as well.
0: Yo Yo Ma was also in a Seinfeld episode.
3: It was yo the same one.
2: <laughs> same one. Yeah. Kramer says Yo yeah. Yo Ma Boucher's when a woman's Boucher's topless. Golly, yeah, they both did it. That's a nice connection. <laughs> we love that. Good, love- good memory device. Bill in Bucks. Bill, who's yours?
5: Well, Bucks uh,
4: County is a little turned upside down right now. But anyway, I got. Uh, she was a co-star
3: in Greece and uh, had a song called If You Love Me, Let Me Go, Do I Olivia Newton John.
2: Classy, too. The name Fit, Dan, when I think of Classy, I could see Olivia Newton John.
3: I could listen to an entire album of Bill and Bucks doing the William Shatner uh, <laughs> of Olivia Newton John
2: covers. <laughs> the Earl of Tacconi <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Who do you have today, Earl? Well, uh, the question is uh you know someone today who'll be relevant 50 years from now that yeah. would be me. Oh, that was yesterday's question. <laughs> That was yesterday. Yes.
4: Okay, so someone with three names. That would be me, Earl of Tacony.
2: Earl of Tacony. We got to put Tacconi. that one in. We've dubbed that one. You were so knighted, the Earl of Tacconi. Uh Robert's got a one that's a classic too and a guy I admire a lot. Be a great talk radio guest. Uh, now, not Ralph Waldo Emerson. Waldo is the middle name. Uh, how many Waldos are out there? Let's go to uh, Robert. Robert, who's yours?
4: Hi, Dom, Dan. It's good to talk to you. But real quick, Dom, I think you misheard the Chinese. They didn't say they were going to crack down on fentanyl. They said they were going to add crack to the fentanyl per Hunter's request.
2: <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's Imagine if they bring in Hunter Biden to meet the communists. Hey, let me give you a pitch right here. Give me a hundred million, and we'll go away.
1: Oh he's already, him, yeah, exactly.
3: he's, alri- he's already met him, trust me. Yeah. He's already he's already met him. Yeah. Um but my it's funny,
4: Dom, I wrote down two names, figured that if Joe from exton took one, I'd take the other. And sure enough, he took Francis Scott Key. So I'm gonna go with Henry <laughs> David Thoreau,
2: famous environmentalist, abolitionist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You guys have a great nice day. Play. <laughs> They're playing off each other, the big four Bruce of the Northeast, or if that called using it. himself. Joe of Exxon, though, he doesn't think about anybody else. He's got the vision. Francis Scott P.
3: Uh <laughs> On Twitter, Dom, a comment just came in from GTO Girl. It says, he looks like a serial killer, and I haven't clicked. Do you think she's talking about me or Phil Murphy?
2: Uh, Yeah, that's true. Maybe she doesn't know you. I expect...
3: Yeah. It's, uh oh, Phil Murphy, thankfully. Phil I'm Murphy. not a serial killer. Great. Uh, okay. Is
2: it the hair? I think is it's got it, yeah. I think he looks better in that picture. I'm sticking by that, Say, I, I just think when you have a lot of hair, even if it's not great, it's better than not hair. I, I think he looks better. Maybe he ought to just shave his head, ask Miss Kim to do that. Yeah, maybe. It certainly looks better than now, right? With the uh, hair piece in the center, whatever that is. That's you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tammy Murphy already up to a bad start. I met this handsome man. <laughs> FCC violation. Right, lies. Don in Franconia. Don, who do you
3: have?
4: Yes, good afternoon, Dom. Uh, This gentleman is responsible for your program and all of talk radio, Alexander Graham
2: Bell. All
3: right. And the fact that you can call us, too.
2: Yes, uh, exactly. Bruce in the Northeast, our last hitter. Bruce, what's yours? Hey, Dom. You know, you're speaking of hair. uh, You
4: know, there's always been talk of you running for mayor. And I figure with your hair, you could have
2: ran under the wig party and been victorious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Dom. I missed out on the wig party. Bruce, do you have a pompadour? Me? No, I don't want to have a pompadour. I don't have a D.A. either. (laughs) (laughs) The D.A. cut, yeah. Who do you have today, Bruce? I just figured this is a little dark, but Mark David Chapman came to mind. Yes, uh, serial killers. They all have three Yeah, what's with
3: these uh, serial killers? John John Wayne Gacy, you know, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, there are a couple, maybe, but most times they do. All right, Dan, we got several contenders here.
3: Man, we got so many answers today. Great answers. Uh, Hillary Byron Clinton, Jerry right. Lewis. But the ones that stick out, Dom, um, Lee Harvey Oswald, Francis Scott Key, Martin Luther King, Alexander Graham Bell are my top four.
2: Yes, I got to go with this with Martin Luther King Jr. Going to go with that? Yes, that nice. is a stirring three-name because he was called that all the time. I mean, it was like, Martin King, who's that? Yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah, it was very prominent. That's a Donna in Malvern.
3: Goes into Donna,
2: that. nicely played. All right, we're back tomorrow with a lot of updates on a lot of stuff happening here. And Marjorie Taylor Green, Dan, at 1230 on Friday. Oh, man, three names. Why do you keep all three, there you Marjorie? Go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Richie, always next. Four big hours. Follow on Twitter and take a look at Dan and that hair and Phil Murphy's hair. I think the Murphy hair looks better today. Whether it's store-bought or not, I can't tell you. Dan's right. all natural. All right, Richie Oe next. Four big hours. Talk Radio 1210
4: WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays, noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.